Right, my people. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever you'll be watching this. Welcome back to the Stephen Physique podcast, or the Physique podcast, episode five. We are joined with a, a guest of mine, one of the very few people that has known me before the success of the coaching business, yeah. Luke Anthony. Before you was even a coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before I was even a coach, when I was slumming it in Worcester, in that little tiny, tiny flat. Which was the same actually as this room. <laughs> yeah, the same size as this uh, whole office, which is actually a bit mad. It's actually quite crazy, that, isn't it? Probably literally the same size. You could probably lie down on the sofa, you'd feel like you were back home. Yeah. But it didn't even have room for a sofa. No, it didn't. I reckon this room's bigger because we couldn't have a sofa in the other room. Probably because on the end of the bed and you were still at my feet, like yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Luke, Luke and I go way back, is the point we're making. How you been, bro? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Would yeah. you like to tell people about yourself a little bit? What you do? Uh, where you've, where you've been? Where uh, you come from? How we met? Yeah, I'm from Manchester, just outside of Manchester. All one six one. That's my gang. Exactly. I got the t-shirt for it and everything. <laughs> my name is <on> Matt. <laughs> King of the North. <laughs> Bugsy. To be fair, I do like Bugsy. He's one of he's my favourite artists. He's good, man. I, I did a, I did a track. I uh, did the you know run. Yeah. Uh, I did that. Is that what my you songs. Yeah. Yeah. See, I want to bring one of his songs into my pose, but I just can't. Yeah, you gotta make it happen, bro. No, you've done it now. No, but you can pick another one. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of soft touches. Where has he? Yeah, he's got. You know, he's not all like grime. He's got a few little melodies in there. Trust, bro, mate. I'm that much of a Bugsy fan. I know that for a fact. And what song? Name. I can't name. Them, I'm <laughs> not that much of a diehard. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, Run is one of the melodies. He's but it's not few. his voice, though, is it? You're on about the people that he features on the song. That yeah, yeah but the, the, the guy, the, the bit that I use wasn't him. That was Rag and Bone Man. Yeah. Yeah, so so you're from Manny. Yeah. <laughs> We're going through that. Uh, I'm an online coach. I have been for like seven years, but I did it under a company beforehand. Um, Was that Loader? Yeah. Yeah, tell them a bit about Loader. Uh, I did, I worked for Loader for like four, four and a half years, and it was a low carb, low calorie bread alternative. Um. That's all I want to talk about on yeah, yeah. for now, anyway. Yeah, yeah we'll, I'm sure you've got questions. We'll, uh, we'll go through <laughs> other things. But yeah, to be fair, um, the reason why I wanted to get Luke on was because we go very far back and we wanted to discuss a few topics in terms of like how I would say things have moved on probably right. since we first had that picture in Body Power 2019. Funny yeah. story about that, actually. Oh, yeah, but how have we met? So was like how, we met, how we met, how we met, so apparently, <laughs> look, I mean, look, apparently Luke was a fanboy. I was, right? I thought I, I, I had you on Instagram. So I've come from never doing anything bodybuilding or fitness related. Yeah. And then I got into the industry, like losing my weight. And then someone said that you couldn't, I couldn't do that. So then I was like, yeah, I can. So I went and fucking did it. Um, but at the time, like one of the main people that I was following was you. Like yeah. you, you had a big following. You've always had mm. a pretty big following. Yeah. It's naturally grown, and no, I think no you're on, you're on like just like fifteen thousand at the time. But that back then was big, like five yeah. six years ago. Yeah, there was a right. lot of followers, um, and you, we had like a mutual friend that was on your stand. I was there for Lodo, and I was like, please introduce me to him. And then yeah, ever since then. And we had a picture, which we need to get a new one by the way. We'll take one out. <laughs> we'll either take one today here, or we'll take one in the gym. Because that doesn't flatter either of us. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually, when we take a photo about three, four years ago, it never flatters just me, but like both of us, we're. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Glow up is real. The glow up is proper real, man. Yeah. 
You know, <laughs> honestly, man, I look back at those photos taken, and I must have worn the same Marikilo jumper yeah. in the exact in all three days. What yeah. an absolute! <laughs> but that is a representation of who I was in, the, in at that time. Yeah. I had no standards for myself. I rocked up to body. You have some stories from that weekend as well from a few famous. Famous. Did you people. come? Did no, you I come didn't, with us? But you, you talk. So we went out. So we went out. Oh shit! Yeah. So let me go into this, right? Oh, honestly, everyone now. This is one of some people watching this now. Go, please don't talk about this, man. I can tell you right now. Right. So this this situation, we've um, we went out with with uh, Brandon Harding and Tom Stockton. Yeah. Me and Tom. Do you know what? Tom Stockton is going to be the next guest on here. Hopefully. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> this interlinks so fucking well. So Tom to- Tom Stockton was the first time I met Tom Stockton. Trying to get him on board of Elite, by the way. He's a good guy. Yeah, good coach, yeah, yeah. Great coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, Naomi was there. Mr. Ravenface, the um, yeah. Dion, yeah, yeah, who yeah. I don't speak to anymore. Then you had Sam Stenton as well, one of um, Brandon's lads. And then you obviously had Brittany. Was it Brittany? It was Brittany at the time. Yeah, it was it Brittany at the time. He's had so many bears, but it was Brittany at the time. <laughs> so we, we were obviously, we're, we're going out. We're at, we're at the, the Birmingham apartment. And um, that was just a mad night, that was. We, we, basically... The first, the first thing that went wrong was Mo Sam. Oh, Mo Samuel. Yeah, Mo was there. Yeah. Right? Get this, he's a fucking dum dum, right? <laughs> so he, buy, he buys canisters, balloon canisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, forgets the actual balloons themselves. So he's got a pack. Of, <laughs> he's got a pack of laughing gas, like two packs, 48, 48 um, pellets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, we haven't got any, we haven't got any balloons. So I'm there, fucking jumping and running around like Birmingham city centre, trying to find a, a shop that's open for some balloons, right? And then when I get back, he found them. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, you, you just sent me on a runaround and I've, I've managed to get you some balloons and you've already got some. <laughs> like, yeah, don't worry, we saw this. So I was like, that was one thing. And then that whole night was just messy, bro. You know Lewis Widgery? Yeah. Fucking met him on that night out. He was with a, oh, do you know what, mate? A lot of things happened that night, bro. But anyway, we had a messy night. I don't speak to Brandon. I didn't, to be fair, mate. I, you didn't I, I really. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have really been there anyway. I only went there because it was a moment of time, a moment of convenience. Like me and Brandon go, me and Brandon go way back. I used to, used to spend a lot of time with Brandon. We used to do a lot of filming content together. I remember this one time he was crying on my couch because he was fucking pissed off about how many times it took to record an intro of a video. <laughs> Bro, I was, it was a couch like this. Yeah, we were in, we were in our little house in, our little house in in Worcester. And I just see him like crying because I'm not even exaggerating. Like he did this intro like 15 times. And he's there in the living room, absolutely vexed at himself, like not crying because he's sad. Every fifteen times. Oh man! <laughs> he's a perfect. The reason why he's in the position he's in, he's perfectionist. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he he was literally doing this intro and couldn't get it right, or couldn't get it right to his standard. So he's there, like tearing up with anger because he's pissed off at himself. And I was just like, bro, it's not that deep. <laughs> but like, obviously, it's hard to say that at the time when yeah, he had twenty. Yeah. He had like fifteen thousand followers at the time, yeah, yeah, fifteen thousand yeah. subscribers, right? And obviously now his standards have got him to the point where he's at. So like. It makes sense. Yeah. And like, if I had the same mentality that I do now, back then, I would have understood. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was, at the time, I was I was just in university, I was bumming around. I was like, mate, it's not that deep, it's only yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Like, I get it, <laughs> I get it now. So like, anyway, babe, we, we could be here all day with Brandon Arnold. We're not here to do that. But anyway, that night, the the, the, day, the weekend that we met, we obviously went out of all them lot. Um, Yeah, mad night. I think yeah, I think I think Brandon actually ended up dipping somewhere. We went to Club One Hundred One with Lewis, um, and all them lot. And then we went to was it? They had that little VIP section. Yeah, because I, that's where you ended oh, up. Oh shit! And that's when I sniffed 
and yeah. be off Sergi Constant's thumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sergi Constant. Well, you you weren't there. I weren't there. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. So yeah, yeah. So Sergi Constant's obviously I don't know if anyone you know, but he basically had like this little gap in your thumb here, right? <laughs> like, this little gap here. So he fucking tips out some MD and he goes here you go <laughs> his, his English was fucking non-existent right I don't even know how he managed to get through an iron burial like, he's there like doing this he goes here you go and I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck is this he's like just sniff I was like I had had Andrea next to me you know Andrea yeah, yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. I just say his name I, bro, yeah, I the, the big, the big men's physique guy who's coached by Hanny Rambod I know he's in Dubai yeah. he was next to me as well and that oh yeah mate I've just had some flashbacks that whole night was messy bro <laughs> I ended up having a fucking like full on heart to heart with Lara Rebecca. Yeah, you said you um, didn't sleep because the next day you was like, bro, I'm so hungry. Yeah, mate, that was <laughs> yeah, a heavy so night. You hid in the back of the I managed, I managed, by the way, can I just say this? I managed to blag my way into that VQ VIP section. I had no right to be there. <laughs> like this whole this whole section of the nightclub was blocked out and I managed to weasel my way in somehow with fucking smooth talk the little security guard. <laughs> Actually wet wipe. Just I think I I think I took someone's band and I and I actually and I had like a like a little bit of tape and I just stuck it together because they ripped it off. I just showed him quickly and he was like, yeah, go through. <laughs> so I managed to be in there with all these lot. And yeah, man, that that was, I can't believe, I can't, like, I've just remembered that. <laughs> it was in the garden area at the back. Yeah, and, yeah, um, I remember the photo. The photo? <laughs> you used the photo. So. Oh. <laughs> you probably haven't got it anymore. No, I don't think I do. <laughs> mate, this is what I mean with my, my memory, mate. Like, it's not that much shit, mate. Like, my memory's gone. Um, but yeah, like, listen, that was one of the nights. Anyways, that was that weekend. So that was that weekend. Messy night. So yeah, like, shout out to, uh, shout out to Sergio Constance. Good guy, mate. And then we trained, didn't we? we? Like, I think it was like... Where did we go? I came to you. It was like six weeks after Body Power. Yeah, I came I to Austin, yeah. yeah, so Body Power's where we met. What we you gave me bare free pizza. Yeah. Free pizza, donut. Um, and lots of. You donuts. got me closer. Yeah, I sorted you out with a good stash. Yeah. You still have any of that? The the hoodie. The hoodie. Yeah, the hoodie was good, man. Yeah, yeah. I've still got um, I've still got the trousers, the dry looks nah. ones. Do you remember them? Like the synthetic. Yeah, ones. I don't know. They they fucked it as soon as you went in the wash. Yeah. To be fair, they're not very good. Um, but yeah, so that's how we met. Then we trained. Then we trained. And then COVID happened. And then yeah, I think everyone just. I don't think anyone stayed close to each other through COVID, apart from. We, we just spoke. here and there. We spoke, we spoke. We spoke here and there. Sorry, I don't that's, that's my Siri. Fuck off. No, I swear, right? It's Apple watches around me, bro. Yeah, it's I weird. Swear. Bro, I'm constantly on meetings. Bro, I'm on meetings. I'm on meetings all the fucking time, and I'm literally there, fucking going on my on my Apple Watch. Siri's picking up what I've just said. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? We were training with Ryan. What did his watch say? As I, I was talking to him, and his watch just said, "Take it easy." <laughs> Mid-breath, and I'm like, there, go, go, there's more there. Take it easy, Summer. Yeah, fucking weird. What, keep, keep it clean. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. I'm What's there going, three more reps, three more reps, and then the watch just goes, keep it clean. What, you fucking, like, you're fucking like, made? I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, the Who the fuck just said that? Fucking in the, in the yours kitchen. did it the other day to me. Yeah, bro, it's just Apple yeah, watches around me. So what were we talking about then? Um, and then talking about COVID what? happened. COVID, yeah, yeah. We stayed in touch, but you were getting busy then. Yeah, I was, That's when I was, I was starting to come up. It, it took off mm. and it was more you comment on something we'd stay in such more like supportive side of things yeah, yeah. than and that you know we what? both knew we were there innit like, yeah, there's no that's need good... to go beyond because I, I remember I remember having that call with you about the coaching you called me I was in the middle I was in the middle of fucking filling up my car right and I never usually pick up calls on a one but because it was Luke I was like do you know what let's see what's going on 
And you just rang me about coaching, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the first, yeah. I, I can imagine that's probably one of the first times that you were looking at exploring, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I tried my best to give him his, my knowledge. Bro, well, we were on the phone for like an hour. Yeah, it was like a good, yeah, good 40 minutes. Bro, I bet the fucking guy at the petrol station, man, what the fuck is this guy doing sitting, <laughs> sitting in his car? Well, I've done that a few station. times to you. Bro, he was yeah, there for an hour. Phone I was there for an hour. Like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know it was that long, mate. So yeah, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, but like, obviously, I, I, I tried at that time to give you as much advice as I could. You did? No, you did. Um, yeah, me. Yeah. And it's obviously worked. Hard. Yeah. yeah. So basically, just thank, thanks me for, <laughs> for for the whole situation. Like, I'm, I'm the reason. Um, but no, that like, I went fully solo. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. You pushed it. Because yeah, look, at the end of the day, like I think we'll, we'll touch upon it, but it's really important that. You try your best to try and do what's best for you. Like, yeah, yeah. You can work for companies and like you can do things that are going to help your bank balance to the point where you get the bills paid, etc. But like you need to have a bit more ambition. And I think that's Got what you. you lacked before yeah, the yeah. call with me. You were like, I don't know, I'm not too sure. And I was like, mate, what's the worst that can happen? I think I said it's saturated, and you, everything's saturated. Your no, your response to it was quite. I use it with other people now. It's only saturated if you're surrounding yourself with all them. So that. I was following all coaches because of what I was doing for Lowe. They yeah. were who I worked with. They're who I've helped to get to where they are. So obviously that's all I'm going to see. Well, that's the Whereas thing. If I switched it to follow the people I want to work with, well, they're not seeing any of that. No. So it's completely different. And you, I think a lot of people, when they're when they're on Instagram, because they only follow around about 500 to 1,000 people, they get such a small slice of the overall yeah, picture yeah. that they're consistently consuming daily content around other coaches yeah. and they think that that's all that's out there. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. take a step back and you go, right, you are following probably 50 of a group of 1,500 coaches for starters. Then mix that on top of the fact that you don't even follow people who are day-to-day -day people who and don't even use Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and they don't want to use Instagram because yeah, they've got know. jobs, they've got lives. Yeah, yeah. Those are the people that you need to be fucking targeting. <laughs> Not worrying about who's talking about fucking vitamins and who's talking about training. Yeah. Like those, you when you're a coach, you've got to make sure that you, you, you focus on your demographic and that's really important and that's the, the, the important thing about that is making sure that you're focusing on your audience, like not digesting the people that you follow and trying to be that because otherwise you are going to be the same and that's when it becomes saturated so if like, everyone's trying to be the same you're fucked it's like people that are trying to lose weight bro if you're following bodybuilders and you're trying to lose weight you're so never to going to fit into it it's yeah. never going to stick to you because your lifestyle isn't like yeah. that it's not it's not it's not relevant to you and that's the thing with with particularly like business and business and fitness go fucking hand in hand yeah, yeah. like there's a thousand ways to run a business there's a thousand ways to become a better get a better physique like mm. Just because someone does it one way and that works for them doesn't mean that you automatically will apply the same methodology and it will work for you. Go back to school, bro. People are visual learners and people are like, what's bro, the Bro, I hated school. <laughs> I fucking hated school. You know what it is with and school? now you run one. You know what it is with school, yeah. <laughs> I run the coach university. If you, don't, if you don't know the coach university, you get to know, bro. Message me on Instagram. We'll actually just search up on it on Instagram. Um, but yeah, no, in terms, in terms of school, like you said, everyone's taught the same way and I'm not surprised that there's such a disparity in, in results because like it's a memory test yeah. school is a glorified memory test yeah. you know there's nothing that actually I've taken from school and gone yeah do you know what that's a bit of useful information we might use algebra every now and again but when macros and when shit, the, that's not algebra bro it is a little bit algebra well you're telling me the square root of fucking 
Pie um, is 20 grams of macros. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, boy? What are you on about? Like, <laughs> ma- mathematics. <laughs> yeah. Mathematics, yeah. But algebra, like, there's algebra. Very true, yeah. There's algebra, and then there's maths. Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a big jump between algebra and maths, bro. Like, maths, I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Four grams right, per we four, gram, maths. Four, four calories per gram. Proteins, fats. Protein, carbs. And then nine grams, nine calories for fats. Posh. But yeah, no, in terms of that... Like you said, you, it's all about finding the best way that you're going to move forward. You know, and I, that you I, enjoy. It's, 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 it takes experience. Who excels at school? People who enjoy it. Right. 100%. Do you know what? I think a lot of people put, give them give themselves too much pressure to find something they enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Take your time. Yeah, yeah. But I went to university. Make mistakes. <laughs> I went to university, made a ton of mistakes, nearly got kicked out of university, took a load of drugs, drank loads of alcohol, smashed loads of birds. And like now... Got one bird, got one job, got one way of life. Because I've experienced all those other lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone round the circle, I've gone round the table, and I've gone right. I'm gonna have a pick out of that, pick out of that, pick out of that. And now I take a step back and go, I like that, didn't like that, I like that, didn't like that. And now I live my life how I want to live it. But yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. at university, particularly when you met me, I was all over the gaff, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the difference between white and black, mate. It was all blurred, bro. I was all blurring the lines. You, I think you liked the green monster at that point. Yeah, that's horrible now. Yeah, man. <laughs> Apple is it? Yeah. I couldn't think. I haven't touched. I haven't touched the Green Monster. In <laughs> I about... brought you the Green Monster. He's like, yeah, it's by me. No. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> that, that, my 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 taste has matured like a fine wine. <laughs> you know, White Monster's there. By the way, that Lewis Hamilton monster. Yeah, bang. Fucking banging, bang. boy. <laughs> banging. Mango, pineapple, and orange. Yeah, I'll have yeah. a bit of that. Yeah. That's getting straight in my bath. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely mental. So yeah, in in terms of obviously, like you said, going back to the job situation, it's really important to make sure that you get you make ends meet. But when you leave and clock out to work, say you're doing nine to five, don't just clock out at five o'clock and go right. That's my my day done. No, you've Use just done eight nine you hours that for lot. someone else. Yeah, you did that a lot with Lodo. Nah, so that, so with Lodo, I was working like when I first started filming, I was doing bake room on my own. So that was like sixteen hour days, seven days a week. In a bakery with sixteen ovens, and I was on sixteen prep. ovens. Yeah, sixteen ovens. Which Who the fuck needs sixteen ovens, bro? Yeah. Making them load of pieces, but it's it? like manufacturing. Bro, I made that sixteen ovens. Own, yeah. Bro, 16. I can barely work one. Sixteen ovens 16. with twelve shelves that fit six pieces of load on each shelf. Oh, that's a hundred. I'm the only person to. That's one hundred eighty-six shelves. Yeah, so I was. There the only you go. There's your algebra for you, bro. There you go. <laughs> Quick maths, isn't it? Um, hundred eighty-six. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was the only person to no, get 182, a full, my bad. perfect bake, like where no pieces broke, no nothing. And then when I moved out there, they had sixteen people in the bakery doing the same job that I was doing for like a year and a half. And they didn't click that they were. Do you know what that screams to me? <laughs> now I've got my business brain on. That screams to me. If a good person is a hard if worker, find them me a fucking job. Double the wage of what I was on to stay in the bakery, I'd have never have left, bro. And they'd still have one person. All right, there you go. Any business, any business owner, any entrepreneur like that, there's a vital lesson for you. If you find offer, a good if you, worker, if you, if you give offer someone money, enough money, they'll they will stay. Do it. They'll like, be loyal. So then I switched over to the marketing side of Loader. And I was still doing seven days a week, but it was like, it was again 16, 17 hours a day. Mm. But I'm working with 500 influencers who, across the world, they've all got different time zones. Mm. So I could get a phone call at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm still going to answer that. 
because it's yeah, my job. Yeah, like, I put everything into. Yeah. I believed in the brand, so I put everything into the brand. And how and how do you feel now? Like obviously taking that energy, those time, that that, that sacrifice into, into your own business. Uh, ten times fucking better. Like I do more now than I did then. You can do but more. I don't feel like I do. Yeah. Does that make sense? So like I've spread out myself. It's not hard work when you enjoy it. Exactly. That's the thing that I say to most people. Like. If someone says to me, do you not, like, I've not been on holiday in, like, what, four years, five years, but I don't feel like I need a holiday. Mm. Every day is a holiday, bro. D- pretty much, yeah. You know what gets when me? When you've done 16-hour shifts for someone else, and then you go and then put 16 hours into helping other people and stuff that you enjoy, it doesn't, it's, it's completely different. Do you know what gets me about the holidays? Right, bank holidays, we just had one, right, Easter. Mm. Because I work for myself, I have no, I've got no idea when it's a bank holiday, when it's... When no, it's a we free were the day. same, bro. I've it's completely left my brain. Gone, mate. Like it was like Fridays, but I can't remember. Good Friday, everyone's off work. Excuse me. Like, what? What do you mean? What do you want? The gym about? was busy. I was like, what? I was you like, well, I, bro. I, I went into like, the gym on Friday. I was like, I'm not very busy for today. <laughs> like, isn't shouldn't be everyone at work? And everyone's like, no, it's Good Friday. I'm like, what the hell does that mean to me? Yeah, like, every I, day's a bank holiday, bro. Like, if I want to, I will get up out of bed at eleven o'clock. If I want to, I'll get out of bed at eight o'clock. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's a different mindset. Yeah, yeah. Mate, that's the thing with supermarkets. Yeah, like, you go to the supermarket, so and you, annoying, go, man. you go, oh, it's a bank holiday. Fuck. We turned oh. up. What you get you, there, you, you get there and you go, oh, ice shit. Ice cream, bro, right? So just before I started prep, ice yeah, cream. I wanted a tub of ice Have cream. Have we gone to ice cream market? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted We've a tub of ice cream. We've gone from Tesco's bank holidays to ice cream. So we went, it was a Saturday only, night. Only on the physique podcast, we get those kinds of tangents. It was a Saturday night. It wasn't even late, like five to ten. Five to ten or something. Yeah. And they were shut and I was so pissed off. I, was like, I mean five to it's ten is still pretty late. Bro, but it's a twenty four hour supermarket. Yeah, but you're still pushing it fine, man. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I mean anything for an ice cream though. I mean I don't know, I'm not a massive fan of ice cream though. Oh, I can never finish it. I can never finish a tub of energy. Bro, I could eat like five in a minute. I haven't had a tub of energy for a long time. Like you're probably like I mean Christian, he your coach, he can fucking box him off, don't he? Yeah. He's been notorious for that. <laughs> but yeah. So obviously that's how we met. Yeah. That's how we know each other. Yeah. Obviously, we've uh, we've come from that point to now. Both online coach full time, full time, full time. I'm full time. I do face face PTs, but not as much as online. Online yeah. kind of just overtook me. Talk talk to me about the difference between PT and online coaching. There's well, to me, there's not a difference. I get it. I see that PTs find so you'll get some PTs that just offer that hour. You don't mm. get any other. But you took it above and beyond. I do. You, anyone who signs up for a PT still gets online coaching. Yes. Regardless. Same package. Like everything. Everything's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have two price points and that is solely dependent on how much time you need from me. How many check-ins you want from yeah, me. Yeah. Sort of same, same with me. But again, I'm not the type of person that would just wait. Oh, he, he's had one call this week. I'm going to wait two weeks to speak to him again because that's what he pays for. Mm. Some PTs though, you know, like... They do session, you're in, you're out, fuck off. Yeah. And I, to be fair, look, I, it's hard to argue because like what I would consider that package, I would consider not personal training. I would consider that personal training and online coaching. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, personal yeah. training, like to, to me and a lot of other people is you go into the gym, you go for that session and the rest of so it you take So some people will see it as that's an hour where they get to kill that client yeah. off for that hour. But then... How many people do you know that do that and then never come back to the gym because they got killed off? And it's yeah, free and that's the thing. Like, I think this is the problem that I have with personal training. You have to be more strategic with how you help people. With online coaching, you understand just understanding. send it. You have to be a lot yeah. understanding and a bit more compassion is needed in 
face to face. Hundred percent. A bit more patience as well. More as patience well. because you're working naturally with the different clientele. Like with online coaching, obviously you don't have the luxury of going taking through these clients with with sessions. No. So the people who want personal training generally can't. And train the people properly. that know about online coaching, because you got to remember that online coaching is big in America. Pretty much everybody has a coach in America. Yes. Like for everything, everything in life. England's behind. We're America behind them. So the people that have online coaches know what coaching is. So when they come to you, they kind of know the, the, the service that yeah. they're getting. They know what to expect. They know how to train. PTs for people who don't know how to train. You know what, one thing about the American thing, right? I've had five or six American clients. Each of them have not blinked at the price. No. no, They, no, go, they, they yeah. go, oh, that's well cheap. I'm like, how much are these fuckers charging over in America? Because it's a big, like, it's a big industry. It's crazy, man. Big, like you, none of them have, every single one of them, without a shadow of a doubt, have said, we do. once we do the conversion rates, they go, oh, is it only... Two hundred dollars yeah, yeah. a month. So what do you mean? Like, yeah. I, I, some people is, in England they, go, oh, I can't afford that. Yeah, yeah. They have coaches, bro. When I was when I first started, I was doing forty pound a month coaching. Fuck me. I was doing it for free, to be fair. People were saying that they couldn't afford that. Yeah, look, do you know what it is with the pricing situation? Like, I will say this from day one, right? It genuinely. Now, the only thing I will say, this is a caveat, right? Be careful with your pricing, but it genuinely doesn't matter what you charge. When it comes to people who want to prioritize their health, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, some they'll, people they'll will it. make that prioritization because they're invested in you. They know what you're about. They know how attentive you are, you are to your yeah, clients. Yeah. So the price point is almost irrelevant. Now that's not the case for everyone, and I understand that. But when somebody decides to make their health a priority, we've had this conversation off camera that some people charge obscene amounts of money, yeah. and because they want to prioritize their health journey with they that coach, that. Yeah, they'll yeah. pay five hundred. 700, 800, right. 900 pounds. Right. right? And that comes down to their validity as an individual, as a coach, and the prioritization that individual has on how much they want to be coached by that yeah. specific and person. You, no matter how much you try and persuade someone to do something, they've got to have the want to do it. 100%. So, like, it, people will say it's a price point, or oh, my partner doesn't want me to do it. They can say that as much as they want. They just genuinely don't want to do it yeah. themselves. They don't want it enough. Like, because if you genuinely are sick of people calling you a fat cunt and you want to lose weight, you'll just go and do it. You'll do it no matter what. what happened to me. You'll, you'll do but it. You'll I, do it. You won't, won't be asked about the food you've sacrificed because mm-hmm. you want something else. Like, Bro, it's a means to an end, isn't it? That's, that's, yeah. why, that's why I put I killed myself in that 2020 prep because I came out of that relationship. Did you meet that? Did you meet that ex of mine, the blonde? No, anyway. So like, I came out of that, that relationship and like within like a couple of months, I just full send of my prep. Yeah, and my yeah. prioritization was right relationship breakup redemption arc feelings fucking bury them in the gym bury them in the prep and that was that was that much of a strong desire and prioritization for me that I ended up doing an hour Stairmaster yeah. a day 800 calories which you wouldn't want to do now which, which I wouldn't do now I wouldn't <laughs> make the same sacrifice because my prioritization isn't just about getting over a relationship isn't just about proving myself to because I've already done that yeah, I've already yeah, proved yeah. myself to a certain point yeah, yeah. now it's about proving myself in other areas yeah. do you know what I mean so like it all comes it all comes about timing like when you hire a coach it comes down to how much you want to prioritise there and then not in 12 weeks no, not in 16 weeks no. there and then yeah, and yeah. I think that really often dictates how much people are going to invest not just from a financial perspective but from a point of view of effort time wise, effort yeah, adherence yeah. dedication yeah, yeah. you know yeah, and yeah. that's as a coach, we don't really have much influence on that. Yes, we can have a consultation call, but... And you can remind them of it every week. How much deep down desire you have on your ability to change will be the driving force of your success with any coach. So I had two, two clients that started together, PT clients, right? 
and it comes down to the expectations of going into that so one of them was really open-minded ready to learn mm. ready will listen to whatever i teach them about the other one had an expectation that it's going to be i'm going to be dying at the end of my pt session i'm not going to be able to walk properly the next day and that's what it's going to be every single time that's what that's what she wanted well two weeks into it this one who wanted all that mm-hmm. has left because it's well i don't learn anything i'm not learning anything. Yeah, yeah. this one's still going and really getting the hang of it now four months later they have a conversation oh you're doing really well like yeah, yeah. who's who's your pt well i'm still with luke yeah what i didn't think we, we learned anything no no that's what he said to you from the beginning i'm not going to write you off because you'll never come back mm-hmm. which is what happened like yeah, yeah. it happens so it's about managing your clients expectations, yeah right? expectations are a massive one because sometimes someone will come to you you've probably experienced this they don't even know what's best for themselves no they don't no no so that's where the experience what, yeah, yeah, yeah. comes in and you go right okay I know you want X, Y, Z, but what do you really want? Because some people it's might say they want, people, 12, yeah, yeah. they want 12 week transformation, but really they want to change their whole life. Yeah, yeah. They're just saying this 12 weeks is the start. Yeah, but their, their expectation is they can do their life in 12 weeks and yeah. then you've got to talk them around. And that. that's the thing. A lot of people come into bulldozing into being a, being coached with these massive unrealistic expectations. Then they get three weeks in, they go, oh, I've not lost my 25 pounds. Yeah, 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 It's yeah. like, that is not my fault. That's no. not your fault. No, no, that's no. not anyone's fault apart from you thinking that you can lose 25 pounds in three weeks that's not gonna fucking happen so when you're when you're coaching someone like that, you're losing a fucking you're losing a battle from yeah, the day yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so like the main thing yeah. is making sure that when you get people on a call right i do this all the time i go right this is how it's going to go this is how you should expect the process to be yeah this you know, is what this, you get. this is where my members area comes in where i break down the process and try and give them as much insight and education as possible so they understand it and i feel like mine's going to lead to something similar to that but I'm still at the stage, probably what you were at when you were just below twenty clients is like you've got you've got the time there to give them. Yeah, yeah. That extra you can time. do it all individually. Yeah, and this is another can... thing about business. Like when you've got a certain level of clients, you can do all the tedious, monotonous tasks individually. Yeah. But when you get to a certain level, 50, 75, 100, you want to start automating. Yeah. And yeah. That's what I really work with my mentees. But on. keeping that level, which I think is keeping that, that level you've of always service, done. Bring that semi automation. I know someone in. that started with you when you first started coaching yeah. do you know when it was just a plan it looks yeah, yeah, yeah. a pdf that you oh, sent those out pdfs were shocking but they were so basic but like it, it, even then it was still a higher level of service and mm. i think you charged him 20 quid at the time yeah well, than what people were charging 100 quid for yeah but the thing is this is one thing i really want to stress is that when you're beginning something the objective should always be to provide more value than you take so give more yeah, than yeah, you yeah, take yeah, you've got you have to earn the position of, of parity within that you know, so you have to be maybe three, four down, years down the line when you can take as much as you give. But at the very beginning, you have to give way more than you take. And you've, you've got, you've constantly proven yourself. You have to. And you're proving yourself to people that know you as well, because they're you're not an authoritative figure to them. Does that make sense? So like, yes. So for me, obviously, like I said at, at Lodo, I was helping these influencers with other brands and other products, and bro, the amount of people that I've helped bring up their social media who now have a really good social media business, but as soon as Lodo went under, that I became irrelevant, like nowhere to be seen. No thanks, no nothing. Mm. Like, it is about, what What did you say then? Your last point then? I forgot. It's gone, bro. What did I say? I don't remember. You're about giving more than you take. Yeah, 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 yeah. giving yeah. give more than you take. Yeah, yeah. So like, 
Coming I'm so ADHD I am. What did, I, what did I just say? Like, you literally looked at me dead in the eye. Yeah. I was like, what did you just say? And I was like, I've got no uh. idea. <laughs> I just chat breeze, bruv, and just, oh, for me, when do people say to me, what's your plan? I'm like, my plan is just to get through the day. Bro, I, well, I, I know you as that. And then when you sent me at seven o'clock this morning, the full breakdown of the day, he's like, like, he's up early. He's like, what the fuck's going on? This isn't Steve. Where's Steve? <laughs> yeah, I had a good day this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've stuck to none of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> um, yeah, you're constantly proving yourself. So everyone at Lodo knew me as like helping these people with their businesses. When it then came to me educating people about mm. coaching, they were like, hang on a minute. Mm. You've not been doing it. So it's yeah. like prove it. You've got yeah, to prove you have to constantly prove yourself. Validation, man. Yeah. Validation is a massive part of service-based industries. Like, look at Amazon for God's sake. Like Amazon at the beginning were a small company that no one bought off. 25 years later everyone uses Amazon every yeah, single yeah, day yeah. they've got more delivery drivers than most actual parcel companies so like it's about building that up and there are certain ways to do that within the industry and um, what we're going to do now is we're going to go through some of the questions we've got was it five or six points six yeah. six points dealing with criticism is the first one dealing with criticism in in, uh, in are we talking about coaching are we talking about business are we talking about bodybuilding and everything Let's just package it, actually. Let's do Let's social, just, media. Yeah. Yeah, social, social media. Yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah. Dealing with criticism on social media. Okay. You're, you've got a fairly similar response about yours is probably a bit more blunt. Yeah, look, with me, <laughs> you know, is if you haven't read the book, I mean, I haven't read the book, but the best way that I can say this to you is if you just read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, will give you everything you need to know about people's opinions, where, where to put value and where to actually put some weight behind someone's opinion because I always say my number one rule and this is a rule that everyone should stick to if that person's opinion is coming from someone that isn't a phone number in your contacts list it does not matter right because I agree. <laughs> they're not close enough to know you they're not close enough to know what your goals and what your intentions are they're not close enough to actually be informed of your behavior who you are as a person they don't know you so anyone who doesn't have your number can't be close enough to have an actual valid opinion of you now valid opinion now they can have an opinion they can have an opinion opinion opinions are like valid opinion bro opinions are like assholes everyone's got them and 99.9 percent of them smell like shit half the time so everyone has an opinion they can say what they want they can do what they want more power to you my friend shout out maji but what i'm saying is when that opinion is directed at you you've got to take that into consideration you've got to say well does this mean anything to me is this coming from someone who knows who i am and like don't get me wrong I've had some clients come to me in the past and they've, they've said X, Y, Z and I've taken that far more personally because they've been working with me. They know me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like... I think it's different if you're... you're but that's not that social service. media. That's, no, that's not, more yeah, of a think, personal yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of feedback, right? Yeah. And it, when it I comes... I think that comes down to the ADHD part. Yeah, 100%. Uh, look, I mean, ADHD... I mean, I've been reading a lot or listening to a lot of, of books on this new Headway app, which is amazing, by the way. You, if you've got ADHD, got headway, headway good yeah, yeah. yeah, it's class. Um, and I think it's great for anyone who's got ADHD. Go to Headway app, download it. So good, right? And also as well, it helps with just information because I can't sit and read a book. No. So I like those summaries and I like this, 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 this things. But um, yeah, in terms of criticism from social media, like I just don't care anymore. No. I've, I've really like you know how people say it all the time. Oh, I don't give a fuck. They do. Like I genuinely don't anymore because I've been hit that many times I've been put down that many times I'm still here I'm still here I'm still improving so what does that say to the opinions that have been given what would you me? say has made you 
get to that point then? Like what 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 was the the switch? Just go consistently on? going through the consistent loop of all right, that's someone's opinion. Okay. Has it affected me? No. Does my life move on? Yes. And I think that's and just, where you people, have to consistently go through that loop. People that's where people give up. Because what do you mean I've got to tell myself? People want someone else to tell them. Right. People want someone else to lean on for it. Well, no, it's your own life, right? And you've got to talk yourself. I have this analogy with one client in particular who he wants to lose this weight, but he'll get dragged down by like the food he's got to eat or like people are saying to him that like, you're not making right. progress as quick as you want to. Don't come down for that. You've got to talk yourself around that you've got to manage your own brain. You can't rely on someone else to manage and push you through that. Well, possible. one thing I will say about talking manifestation is very important however yeah. the best way to build trust with yourself is by building trust through your actions let's put it this way say you've got 20 tasks a day right and you go through a 6 month period and you nail those 20 tasks every single day what does that do that proves to you that you are capable of executing XYZ yeah. every single day and if you do that over a 3, 4, 5 year period you're going to trust your instincts you're going to trust your judgment. You're going to trust your own opinion of yourself very fucking highly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've built that trust over such a long period of time that somebody who doesn't know you can't penetrate the trust that you have for yeah. yourself. Because you've done it for so long. You've yeah. done it that many years, that many days. You've kept so many promises to yourself. And it's those promises that you've kept to yourself that have allowed me to build such a strong opinion of myself my yeah, opinion yeah. can be right or wrong it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah. my opinion no, is my yeah, opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. what i'm saying is that that opinion becomes impregnable yeah. by other people because i've done things that people don't see you don't need to do loads of things on social media and prove yourself to everyone like if yeah. you wake up i've gone through four preps i know when i test myself what i'm made of because i've been through that process and that's where like bodybuilding and, and prepping comes in very handy is that you are able to build that trust up with yourself it's you against you isn't it and then that's where like and going back to the point of criticism once you trust yourself once you back your instincts you once you back really those opinions it. can't because those opinions have to come from such a valid place that they would even come close to being able to battle you versus your own opinion because mm. you've got say you've got 300 lots of data for your own opinion versus one lot of data that's 300 to 1 yeah yeah that's how that's how insignificant that one is because you've got so many data points to go from you've you've kept so many promises to yourself you just look at that and go don't know what you're on about <laughs> literally like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can say that but i know what my intentions are and like the thing for me is i think if you go around your circle of friends and you have an honest conversation with them and they don't have anything bad to say that's what matters yeah. that's what matters yeah, yeah. and like i'm not talking about constructive, <coughs> constructive criticism i'm talking <coughs> about genuine negativity like if your close friends aren't saying anything like that and it's all just positive vibes and good stuff, what does the opinions of someone you've never met before? G had two three seven five one six. Oh yeah, you you've got a small dick. I fucking have, mate. <laughs> like I don't care. My missus loves my dick. I don't care, mate. Yeah, yeah. Like your opinion. Like a lot of people read that and go, shit. I might wear pants or whatever. Oh yeah, I'm gonna block. I'm gonna block my dick out next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah, such that, a, but that's, that's such an instant do, feedback man. loop, though. Yeah, yeah. That's such an instant feedback loop that someone will go. I was like, I'm gonna block my penis out next I, time. I take it back to do you know when you were on holiday as a kid, and your parents would be like, just take it off. You're never gonna see them again. Yeah. 
It's the same with social media. <laughs> You're yeah. probably never going to see. You're never going to see them again. Never no, never them going again. to see them. Never going to see them in person. You, br- you won't know who they are. Like so. It's that's that sort of that thing. Means a bit long with it, but that's how I would deal with criticism. Personally, just to give you a brief over, a brief overview of how the process behind. Only focus on criticism from yourself. Self criticism and self evaluation is really it's important. It's, it's mate. I do it all the it's time. Underestimated. Undervalued. I think. I think the best way to proceed and the best way to progress is to perform an action see the outcome review the outcome digest what's happened and then evaluate on how to improve and so that, let's, let's and that say comes from, from being uncomfortable let's say from a training perspective let's go let's go to bodybuilding again let's say from a training session perspective right say you do upper one right and you perform your certain lifts certain sets certain execution you have the opportunity then to review digest and then strategize to become better for your next upper one session that's a very simple term yeah you can apply that to business you can apply it to personal you can apply it to relationship like you want to make sure you have that consistent feedback loop in your brain to go okay well i'm not gonna worry about this but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna analyze it a little bit not overanalyze it paralysis via overanalysis is deadly yeah so don't overanalyze because otherwise you just force yourself into inaction and inaction is just the worst thing you can do but make sure you digest a little bit and then just see how you can improve yeah Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And then no one's opinion is going to penetrate nothing. It's all about making sure, bro, that what happens between these ears is impenetrable. There's so much shit that happens in the environment outside. So many distractions, so much white noise, right? But you have the consistent ability and 100% responsibility to allow nothing to penetrate. Yeah. And that's and it. And it comes to you. It comes down to you. And like, this is where I don't like people who blame others. No. Because you have to be ultimately responsible for everything that happens in life. Whether it's negative or whether it's positive, like you can always take a positive out of a situation and turn it oh, into... Uh, it can always be worse. Well, we know that. <laughs> we, we, we started that off with this. <laughs> uh, What's the next one? Competing. I, I don't know whether that's... What should we... Should we well, how do we work through that? Competing in terms of in general, I reckon... I just, I, uh, you're competing this year? Yeah, I am. September. Yeah, so September. How, how are you feeling about it? Because you competed before once. Twice. 2018 Twice. was the first one, and then I, that was November 2018. Yeah. And then I did May 2019. Oh yeah, you did the body part. I did the body part. Yeah. Whilst planning the stand. Because I didn't know you before then. Yes, yeah, so that's why I said one was half. Yeah, yeah. So then, I was meant to compete the year of COVID, but obviously COVID happened. Mm. And then I was going to compete 21. Uh, was it 21? But found out about my daughter mm. so then I kind of put all my time and effort into that and then I was going to compete last year but um, so in 2019 I, I had an ear infection which stemmed into like a middle ear infection then into a skin cell tumour in the middle ear which was affecting like my facial nerves but because of Covid and me being high risk from lymphoma 2017 couldn't have the operation so three mm. years so that just kept building and building and building yeah. to the point where there'd be days where this side of my face just didn't move it was like settings like through covid so that operation was june last year so you had to put everything on hold basically. everything on hold and it just kept pushing back i do i didn't want a four-year off season i wanted because i'm 30 this year yeah. and i am going to go assisted at the end of this year mm-hmm. that's always been the plan but I wanted to compete naturally a few more times beforehand, but obviously that's gone out the window. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the UK DFBA as my first show this year, and then PCA 
the X and an FM. So there's four shows in the room. Yeah. Good. So you're not just doing one, that's good. No, I, I wanted to do eight. I wanted to do Saturday Sunday, Saturday Sunday, Saturday Sunday. Yeah. But it's just where they it's all hard. are, it's hard. It's, it's hard. There's one in Cambridge, then to Manchester, yeah, it's which is like, it's a too much stress to put on it. So we're going to go for them four. I'm not competing for what I think most people do it for. Yeah, why'd you do it? I do it because I fucking love it. Like, so when the way I explain it is people growing up, they enjoyed football, they enjoyed cricket. I never, I was never into all that. I was, I went out with mates and I hung around on fucking parks and shit. I was nobbed. Mm. Then, starting to lose my weight on my own journey, and I wore a gold gym vest. Have you seen the gold gym vest? You know, the string Yeah, vest. I've still got one. And someone turned to me and went, I think mine's a knockoff now. You're not, yeah, mine was. Mine was cheap, mine was special, but. Uh, you're not big you're not big enough to wear one of them and i just kind of questioned it and he was like you'll never get on stage like you could never be that person so then i was like yeah okay mm. so i did it and then i went down to kent on my own for the whole weekend went to the show i remember going getting tanned and thinking this is the most bearing in mind this at this point i hadn't taken my top on from anybody for like 10 years it was it was that kind of even on instagram when i first started it was close to me in the gym for that protein dynamics. It wasn't without my top on or anything like that. Mm. Um, so I went down to the show and I made I met a few people there. But then going on stage, I got the feeling that I could see people had growing up with football and stuff like that. Mm. Really loved it. Just enjoyed the whole process of, and then getting there and doing that. So then I did the body power one and then that solidified it. That, yeah, this is yeah, what I like. Yeah. I want to see how far I can push it. Um. I like that approach yeah. though because you, you, you tested the water yeah. and then you were like right do you know what that's my confirmation I think that's a really good approach for any people that are looking to try things and I think explore the option first and then test your water and then see if you because a lot of people they fucking fully diverse themselves into a prep and they don't even know if gym and gym and fitness is what they want to no, do no no yeah like, you know literally I mean? the first thing that they do is you know I mean? they, I've they had get, people they, come to me saying they want to prep for a show but they've not they've been in the gym for like five months they go right I'm going to compete it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you haven't even solidified with yourself whether you're no, yeah. you're going to focus on your nutrition and training for the rest of your life yeah. let alone yeah. fucking I think that's what helped most with the off season I got to put a lot of time into the training style different training methods different mm. nutrition the amount of nutrition courses I've done is ridiculous Yeah, like just to learn everything that I can but I'm like that I guess you're like that as well though once you find something you enjoy yeah. you could spend 20 hours doing that and it's yeah, not going to affect I've, I've, done, I've done a lot of research I've done a lot of so life. through COVID that's literally all yeah it's so a lot of time for it, it was just went into mainly the meso side of things but mm. <laughs> mainly all of it went into that but yeah so would you say would you say the the most enjoyable part of the process for you is training yeah, yeah. I like the stage part as well do you like the stage part yeah and I don't know whether that's because I've been so uncomfortable in them settings before so what is it is it is it the challenge that prep yeah. presents or is it the outcome both i think both, both. Yeah. yeah interesting yeah because from my perspective the outcome is always irrelevant like when people say oh to me in terms of like placing i'm not no no, no, no i'm not talking about placing oh I'm right talking... i'm on about like how i look that i think that yeah, plays yeah, a big yeah. Part that's what i'm saying well, like yeah. in terms of like the overall I'm, i mean let's i mean placings is another whole outcome i don't have any yeah that should be described person. because isn't yeah. they like bodybuilding i don't consider bodybuilding a sport people do but like the concept of bodybuilding is that you put all your time and effort into improving for you to give 100 percent of the responsibility onto somebody you've never mm. met that to me is not a sport 
That to me no. isn't fair. That to me, like sport has some sort of regulation and rules. That, so take this man, bodyboarding has no rules. Bodyboarding is not a sport. It's not. A, it's a beauty pageant. Like anyone who wants to come and chat it to is me though, the DM, it is though. I'll, clat- is, yeah. I'll categorically stay here. Bodybuilding is not a fucking sport. Sport has rules. Sport has regulations. The training's a sport, right? The training. Yeah, but the sport, training. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is the the, the, going, the actual competing show going yeah, on stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people consider that as a sport because you can get money from it. Like, how can you say that four people decide your fate and that's a sport? Imagine if that was football. No, no, yeah. Imagine if that was football. At least with football. Don't matter about the goals. We're going to judge you on how you play. At the end of the day, like, imagine if you got got one one a game on possession or how many long passes you made. Like, it's the same thing. Like, there are certain distinguishable factors that you need to have to make sure that you are going to be a success or not. We don't have that in bodybuilding. And that's where the outcome is, like, genuinely irrelevant. And, like, I know a lot of people go, oh, of course the outcome means something because you can become a pro. Like, yes, you can. But what I'm saying is that's so circumstantial. That's so right place, right time. You wouldn't believe. Yeah. yeah. Like, because there are some people who have pro-worthy physiques that may never be a pro yeah. because they're not there at the right time. That every time they compete, they compete against the right show, who, right. who's just a little bit better. There's like, so much politics in bodybuilding that people underestimate. Well, I mean, that. politics is just one side of it. You don't even want to, we're not even open that kind of worms. What I'm saying is like, people <laughs> treat this as a sport. It's not a sport. Like, it can't be a sport. It will never be a sport. And, like, it doesn't matter how much money's pumped through it. Like, there needs to be... There's no... There's never going to be regulation. No. There's never going to be rules, right? There's going to always be that level of unknown when you go on stage. Yeah. And, like, I disagree entirely with all these coaches that go, oh, yeah, we're going to become undeniable. What the fuck does that mean, bro? <laughs> you can't become undeniable because you can have three people that look at you in the same line and in the same fucking picture and they'll, and they'll all have a different, have a different opinion yeah. that can not be associated with being undeniable like it's, it's you can't make one correlation co- one judge but that's the thing if it was one judge i would understand but it's never one judge it's, it's always four five six yeah, yeah so when you have and that they're, they're people, all gonna have like someone they know or someone bullshit. a friend of a friend competing the reason why i do it all is because i i love consistently challenging myself yeah, yeah. and the quickest way to challenge myself is through that extreme yeah, yeah. like if yeah. there was a different extreme in bodybuilding to challenge myself I would pursue it but with this particular out, outlay and like the layout of obviously how you have to achieve certain things in bodybuilding the quickest way to challenge myself is to prep Yeah, is to off season you know I, I, I always say I don't do this because I'm like shit at it like I would be doing something else if I wasn't good at this I'd be fishing or I'd be playing snooker I'd be playing football Yeah, yeah. like I'm good at this so I continue to do it yeah. like, I have so much respect for people who aren't genetically gifted who don't have the same muscle insurgents have to really work really hard, have to be 100% all day, every day for years and years and years to get 10% of the the, 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 the progress that I get. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't do that. No, like, yeah. If I was put in that position, I would I would give up. Yeah. I would like, like that's just me being completely honest and people might say, oh, well, you, you're lucky and blah, blah, blah. Like, I am lucky, you're right. I do this because I'm good at it. Like, I don't do it because I'm not like, it's one of those things and this is where bodybuilding so broad, like everyone could do this. And like people get so annoyed when someone's slightly better than someone else, it's like it's such an unfair it's such an unfair playing field. It is, and, and again, that's why it can't be considered as a sport. Like it's such an unfair playing field. There's so many different factors, and like people need to stop getting so emotionally attached. You put a dampener on it, and you start to regress when you start to compare yourself with a few people. Like everyone's been on a different journeys. Like how long ago did you start training? When I was sixteen. So, so it's like, like ten years. 10 years. Right. Yeah. So we've been training around the same time. But when did you start your bodybuilding? 
I reckon I probably got properly into it when I was about 18. So mine was like 24, 25. Yeah. So it's like five years in. Yeah. I've then found out about bodybuilding. Yeah. I didn't go again. You know what I think that is? I, I, I will say that like, I think I got into it quicker because I was good at it. Because everyone was like, you should do this, you should do that. And although I didn't take them on their word for it, like it was a case of I saw the amount of progress that I made and I had conversations with the people and they were like, your progress is abnormal. It's abnormally quick yeah, for yeah, how yeah. quick how, how young yeah, you are. Yeah. And like, again, I would probably have taken five years to get to that point if it had taken if, longer yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean but, yeah, but it didn't yeah, so like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a outcome of circumstance yeah, where like yeah, my yeah, situation yeah, yeah. has led to a certain outcome and then therefore that has dictated my next move yeah, yeah. you know if it, if it had taken four or five years then I probably wouldn't be an online coach I wouldn't be a bodybuilder etc etc but yeah. like that's just the cards you get dealt yeah, you know? yeah and yeah. I think that's really important when people get upset about certain things regarding their progress and stuff like that like unfortunately the reality of the situation is we are all different we all differently we all progress differently we all have different rates and comparing yourself to somebody else is just gonna th- deprive you and and thieve you of your own joy of your process taking out like the appreciation for what you've actually done it's a challenge like, at the end of the day you've got to strip it down to parts mate it's all challenge it's all challenge mm. process like focus on the challenge focus on being better than yesterday that's your goal and that's it yeah the rest of it, we'll fucking worry about that later. Yeah. Just focus on the day today, and then the rest of it can come. Simple. Yeah. Agreed. What's the next one? What to believe on social. Oh god, what 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 to believe, what not to believe, but um, what to believe? Very little. But I want your opinion on this one first. What to believe on social, what not to believe on social. Uh, if it's a, if it, I don't know. Come on, be a big, set your neck out. Go I on, think it is, if it's if uh, if you're following a business page, any business page, then take it all with a pinch of salt. All of it. What do you mean? No, like, every, like, don't be around the bush here, bro. No, like, like <laughs> it's it's. Think about what social media is. It's it's it's. Oh, I don't know how to work. Come on, don't mince your words now, kid. We're talking about beef mince for time downstairs, bro. Don't mince them now. I don't. I don't know how that's what I'm saying. I don't know what you want to. What what part you want? I just. Okay, let's let's simplify it. When people are giving advice, right, what do you take in and what do you not? Because that's the problem. Me no personally, one. I don't I don't believe anything on social media. Not one thing. There's your answer. I don't listen to a we single cut, thing. We, why did we just cut to the chase? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Was like, blah, 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 I was blah, 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 blah. always thinking it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, believe nothing Fuck, on social that. media. Yeah, if you get... Right, you could take any person, any famous person that you listen to and that you probably have like respect for, Look at what they posted. Scroll down. I mm. guarantee you they were posting it three years ago, four mm-hmm. years ago. It's just reworded. Like it's the same shit. No one. It's like past relationships have come down to are oh, you always on social media? I don't use social media the same way, and I guarantee you don't use social media the same way as what no. your average person would. Yeah. I don't sit there scrolling. It's a game. A game. A game. A game. That's what social media is. And I'll be I'll be honest with the you. The only people that get me and like the more information from me that is, is valuable are the people that I've worked with. Mm. Because they're that's what social media is. It's my business. Yep. It's your business. Mm-hmm. People will see that as it's a personal profile. So they've taken like four days to respond. Do you know what's just like 
a normal message, not a business inquiry, because mm. it's different. You'd probably respond to that pretty quick. Yeah. But like just general chit chat, I don't do that on social media. That's why I pick up the phone and I just phone you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a messenger. I'm not. So yeah, I take social media as a, a gift. The whole, all of it. And speaking about it being a game, people, a lot of people genuinely underestimate how much of a game some people play. Yeah, like so I'm, talk, I'm talking, I went some through. people are, are one way with me on their WhatsApp and one way with everyone else on Instagram. Yeah, That's how much of a game we're yeah, talking. So I'll give you an example. When I first started on my own, I was pumping out so much content on my stories. Mm. Well, then I got to where I needed to get to business-wise. Mm-hmm. And I put my effort and time into people that were paying my wage. Mm-hmm. And the messages that you get off Instagram, are you all right? Where, where have you got? Oh, I used to get that a lot. It's like, what? It's like, where, I don't use I've it got, that. Do you know what? I've got like that it, so Like it's really deep that you've not posted months. on it. No, like, I've got that a lot in the, 12, the last 12 months. You know, I've had like two bouts of like being... Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had a lot yeah. of that. And it's like, what, what do you mean? Like, yeah, you seriously you think it is that I sit here scrolling Posting my whole day, yeah, yeah. Yeah, s- sit there watching story views. Mm. Like, I, no, <laughs> posting goes. You know what? I've become very good at using Instagram for me posting stuff on it, replying to messages... And that's it. Yeah. Literally. In terms of my scroll time, it's var. Don't get me wrong. I do get caught about sometimes, but it's vastly reduced compared to what it was two years ago. Yeah. No. Because no, like no, at the end of the day, like the thing is with social media, right? We all need to use it in a way that's benefiting us. Now, if you benefit from immersing yourself in someone's content, that's your switch off. Then that's your switch off. That's your vice. More power to you. Yeah. Now, for us, we use it as a vehicle for marketing. We use it as a vehicle for validation. We use it as a vehicle for promotion for our business promotion of ourselves documentation for me it's a vehicle yeah right other people it's a vice for me it's a vehicle and for others it's just an opportunity to reach out to people yeah. now the problem that you've got with social media is that everyone thinks it's got to be used the same way they use it yeah that's the problem and so that's if how I use it that's how you're viewing it so if someone's if someone's in my position they're using it as a vehicle They'll go, well, why isn't everyone else using it as a vehicle? Why isn't everyone else using it as a marketing tool? Why isn't everyone else using it to build validation for themselves? Yeah, yeah. It's like, bro. Like, well, then they'll switch that opinion, right? So yeah. someone is using it as a marketing tool, but they think they're using it as a personal yep. tool. And they'll get the, so the, then they'll, they'll get, get the lines really angry about they'll it. Get the, they'll get the like, lines blurred, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, you've, got to, the, the, you've got to evaluate the situations the, and realize yeah, The long and the short of it is that Instagram and social media is there to be used entirely how you wish and do not worry about how someone else is using it. Don't overthink it. Like take Instagram with a massive, massive, <laughs> massive, huge bucket load of pu- fucking salt, yeah. right? Find Himalayan salt, my dude. <laughs> take it with that shit. Because honestly, people want you to see what they want you to see. Yes. Right? And Regardless how say how much they say they're open about it. Bro, it's don't not, even get me started yet. I've got a couple clients and I will not name names who are coaches, who are so... They are literally living an alternative reality on Instagram. To the point where, if I message them... I don't see an app called Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see an app called Instagram. Well, you're fucking dark ages. <laughs> to, the, to the point where, like, I've sometimes said to them... I've, I've popped up to them on Instagram going, what are you doing? Like, because it's not in their plan. They go, oh, don't worry about it. I, I, it's not, I'm not actually doing this. I'm here. I'm like, what? Like, you've just posted a picture where you're not in the current location that you're in. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> bro, it's that deep, I've though, man. people do that, Bro, yeah. it's that deep, man. I'm like, wait, yeah. you're telling me you're not there right now. I was like, nah, mate, I've just posted it. I was like... I mean, even for me, that's like, wow. Wait, 
Well, okay. Okay then. Like, but that, but, but one thing I will say: if that's how you want to use Instagram, yeah, yeah, more shout. power to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More power to you. Yeah. If that's how you want to use Instagram, you use it that way. That's fine. But I'm just a bit there. I'm, I'm just there, like a bit baffled. Like, fair play. If that's how you want to use Instagram, that's how you use it. I just wouldn't use it that way. You know, I, I mean, I'm not just saying this because we're on a podcast, but I am one of the realest persons, people in the industry. On I even tried to catch you out before, and yeah. Oh yeah, so basically, <laughs> he tried to fuck me over. Right, let me tell you this now. This smart ass little bastard. I'm going to edit it. Before, oh yeah, do you know what? I'm going to catch him out. Because you know the Nespresso pod? I chucked the Nespresso pod in the thing. Right, he's thinking, I'm going to catch this bastard out. He's going to take 25 jokes. Yeah, it took me two times. <laughs> took me two times. And then he goes with the camera. Like, oh, I didn't really like it. I didn't catch I'm it. Just, I'm going to stop recording now. I'm just going to edit it. Yeah, it took him 20 times. <laughs> two times, bang. I, was, I didn't even do it for weeks. Yeah. I was rusty and the bang still got it. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the thing is with, with stuff like that, like, you, you've got to just look at it, digest it, and go, "Yep, yeah, cool, that's fine." But if it's not, a, it's not, if it's not a impacting you personally, who cares? I see a lot of people who like. Also, talk if about, you're if you're seeing shit on Instagram that you don't like and you've got an opinion on, you realize you're following them people. Just muting them. Oh, mate. Or unfollow people, them. Like, mate, you're following are, them. Oi. Why are you getting angry about someone that you followed on? The amount of people that I mute right now it's, it's, oh, it's just to save the, just to keep the peace and do you know what I absolutely know that the shoe's on the other foot and people have done that to me I know people that follow me that have muted me because I'm Marmite bro yeah 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 I'm Marmite yeah, yeah, yeah. some people like my personality some people don't and that's absolutely fine right for whatever reason some people think I'm too much some people think I'm not enough some people think I'm arrogant some people think I'm not like I could not give two fucks because at the end of the day if you know me, Instagram you know me. Instagram is a vehicle for what we do yeah right? i if I, let me be categorically clear on the record if i did not have a business and i my income didn't reflect the presence that i have on social media and they, the two weren't connected i would not use instagram Same. i don't use tiktok no. i don't use twitter Same. right i literally use instagram and youtube right and that's because they are the best vehicles for me to increase my business <laughs> like straight up like if i use twitter if I use Twitter, I would be completely fucking contradicting my argument because Twitter is just a bitch fest. Like, there's no positivity on Twitter whatsoever. No. It's a fucking cesspit. You don't hear anyone say anything like, positive. Bro, it's from a Twitter. terrible app. <laughs> I've never had it since day one. And that, that just goes to show that you have to just use those vehicles and outlets as you please. Remember what you're doing, basically. Yeah, don't get sucked into it. Yeah. A lot of people believe their own hype, mate. They get sucked into, like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, mate. Ultraflex Rotherham, the biggest fucking con city in the world, mate. You get people coming into Ultraflex, right, who are a certain way on Instagram, and you meet them in person, you go, you're a fucking fraud. Like, who the fuck is this? Funnily enough, Who the right? fuck is this sitting right here? Because that ain't you on Instagram, you fucking fraud. On my intro, I've said something completely that contradicts that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I agree with you, though, on oh, that, okay, yeah. Okay. But on the intro, I've gone... Do you know how people say don't meet like your idols or like your heroes? Well, I met Ryan Terry the other week. I met Steve, and like they've both been mint. Yeah, but do you know what? Those are all very isolated incidents. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that. I'm yeah. talking about the whole yeah. concept. Yeah. But I'll be real with you. There are going to be some times <laughs> you know, just where you meet someone. And they're like, do you know what? You're a sound geezer. Uh, relationships in business, bro. Relationships in business. I think they're incredibly important. You probably better with that one than me. Relationships in business mean absolutely everything because you are the sum of your parts, right? So if you've got five people that are millionaires, you're really highly likely to become that sixth millionaire. If you're 
spending time around five people who are drug dealers, you're going to get drug yeah. in, dra- dragged into that drug world. And it's really important to make sure that you're surrounding yourself within the right pe- within the right circle of business people if you're looking to progress as a businessman. Now, we're talking about online coaching, but one thing I have realized over the last three years is that business is so universal and yeah. it really can be applied to everyday life in so many ways. And the fundamental key about business is going back to that whole feedback loop of executing, analyzing, digesting, implementing. So like execute something, analyze it. So execute, digest, analyze, implement. Those are your four key points. Yeah, yeah. And like if you're around people that are consistently going through that feedback loop, you're gonna do nothing but progress because you're gonna look at it from the point of, do you know what? The whole fear of failure and the whole fear of not achieving something goes out the window because you have that feedback loop. You go, right, I'm gonna execute, digest, analyze, implement. Execute, digest, you don't analyze, sway implement. from that, you stick to Because that. Yeah. it becomes a process. Just how we do bodybuilding, how you do your nutrition plan, training plan. When you're around those people in business, you have that feedback loop, loop in your brain consistently. Like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where if I watch a fucking advert, I'm looking at the advert and I'm going, why are they making people buy that Big Mac? How are they placing the product? How yeah, are they yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah. What are they saying? And what are their objectives for people to try and buy that um, Big Mac? And I'm looking at that from a point of view of the actual marketing of the advert itself. Yeah, yeah. Not just looking at it for, oh, the Big Mac's two ninety nine, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that's the process you have to think. Once you start thinking about that and analysing data in that sort of way, that only comes from the people that I've spent my time with. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get that yeah. from my parents. No, no, no. Yeah. Right, I had to shift. You don't get this, it from school. And right. this is this is something that's really important. Like I had to shift my environment probably three or four times to get to where I am now. So I went from home to, to college, went from college to uni, went from uni to living on my own, went from there to Sheffield. So probably like three or four different environments to get to the point where I can consistently perform and analyze at that rate. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. that only comes from the people that I spend my time with. Yeah. yeah. And the, the content that I just I digest. And I think it's really important that when you have a solid relationship with someone who knows their shit, shut up and listen. Literally. Shut up and listen. Yeah. yeah. If someone comes into the room and they know more than you, shut the fuck up and listen. Just analyze and digest what the fuck they're saying. Because you'll get people that go, yeah, but. Bro, no buts. If someone comes into the room, right, and they know more than you on anything, shut the fuck up and listen. Listen, take it in. Questions after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, because the worst thing you can do is interrupt someone when they're trying to give you value because then you're going to divert them and, and distract them right listen shut the fuck up take it on board try and implement it and then go through that feedback loop right so when you're listening to someone you take out the first feedback loop of execution so you analyze di- you digest analyze implement so digest what someone's saying analyze what they're saying and make an informed decision on whether you think that's true or not yeah, yeah, yeah. then implement it yeah, yeah and then you come back to it, your execution yeah, yeah. It's literally that it's that feedback loop yeah. consistently, and I think that's a massive thing that I've realised with relationships in business is that you want to really surround yourself not by how much money they've got. Of course, money and and amount of achievements they've got helps, but it's their mentality yeah. that you want to get attracted to. You know, because I was rich in my mind before I was rich in my bank account. Yeah. Now I'm still not where I want to be, but I was rich in my mind first. Like if online coaching was taken away from me right now, I would make money somewhere else. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I apply yeah. the same feedback loop and the same principles to something else. And I think that's really important to surround yourself with those people because if you don't, you can get complacent. 
and it, and complacency is the silent killer of progress. It's the worst thing you you don't see progress comes from being Bro, uncomfortable. Think about how many people every time you've seen, been uncomfortable, you've made progress. How many people have you seen that are bodybuilders that have had so much potential and their complacency has allowed them just slip and they just fallen by the wayside? So I say it, but that like, he's never gonna watch. Ryan Terry is the exact same person yeah. because he became so big so quick. Yeah, he's never too much off too season. soon. Too much. So too if soon. You, if you don't take that off season and, and you're at the top level of men's physique, and you've got these looking. people like. Um, oh, what's he called? The guy you beat. Oh, fucking hell. Don't ask me about bodybuilding, man. I Hendrickson. No I have no interest in men's physique. I do not watch any bodybuilding shows. <laughs> I'm the worst bodybuilder <laughs> you can ever imagine. I do not follow anyone. That leads care. us on to the next one, bro, which is relationships with bodybuilding. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> I have none. Everyone hates me. I'm a proper cut. Um, nah, to be fair, I think you've got to be really careful with bodybuilding. There's a lot of politics, isn't there? you got you got to be really careful with who you associate yourself with. It's the weirdest sport ever. Yeah. Uh, sport. It's the weirdest industry ever. Like, you've got to stop calling it a sport, bro, can't you? I said industry. I yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, you can cut the sport part yeah. out. No, you're not saying that. We're live and direct. Um, yeah, it's the weirdest industry. It could be the most supportive, but also the most... Toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's... V- really difficult to build long-term relationships in this business because everyone's so easily offended now and all yeah. you can do you can have like a two-year relationship with someone and you could say the wrong thing at so the time literally take it so like there's way. people that i've known through the load of so like pretty much when i started bodybuilding and because i became a coach they stopped speaking to me it's like oh bro what <laughs> like, do you know one thing i've realized let's talk about that actually so many people wanted to help me when i was up and coming but now you're here, they don't want, no, they're pissed off at you. Like, why, what are you doing? <laughs> Mate, I, do you know what? I do you not I even have the mindset and the thought process to enter that frame. It's so but weird, isn't it? The, so many people will help you at the very beginning because you're not a threat. And then as soon as you, there's almost like, I can imagine that there's almost like certain thresholds in people's brains where they go, right, he's reached a certain amount of success. Right, I'm going to treat him differently now because yeah, he's a threat yeah. to me. He's a danger. And it's like, how can you possibly think that like if I've got my people around me and I'm eating good so are they but one thing I've learned those people that you want to eat good make sure it's a small amount of people because yeah. you can't be looking after 15 20 30 no, people you right you want to have a group of friends that have a, probably no more than on your hand right more than no more than five right yeah that you really want to like bring with you and look after and etc because like the rest of them will want you to get to a certain point and all of these acquaintances and people who give advice will get you to a certain point and then as soon as you overtake them as soon as you're doing better than them they become resentful and they go oh, so I, can't, resi- I can't have so that they, yeah. I can't have this little this little buckling overtake me doing it less than time <laughs> than me and I've seen it through my whole career bro yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm one of those guys who's come up won a British title at the, at the junior levels overtaken a lot of well established bodybuilders and they've gone hang on a minute wait, well, fuck him yeah, 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 fuck him. Yeah. What's he doing? No, 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 I'm not having that. It's a jealousy thing as well, isn't it? Well, jealousy and bodybuilding go hand in hand, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Bodybuilding and jealousy should be mentioned in the same sentence in every single time someone brings it up because jealousy is literally interlinked with bodybuilding. Like, I don't get it. Even if someone is performing well and even if someone is doing better than me and has a better physique, has more money, has more clients. Chapeau, my friend. Yeah. Well <laughs> like, you've obviously made that happen over a long period of time because there's no such thing as overnight success. I've been no. doing this long enough. But why can't people just appreciate someone's hard work 
all they have to, all they want to do is just bring someone down. It takes down. more energy for you to be negative towards them. Physically. For some people, it don't, bro. It does, it though. Does it for does. Us. They just fit, they don't realise it. Does, it does for us, yeah, but some people treat negatively negativity as easily as positivity. Now, I. Is that, does that, do you feel like that comes down to people feeling sorry for themselves? Bro, I think that's an inherent underlying issue with anyone who's willing to project their thoughts and feelings in a negative manner upon other people. So I've got two two points on that. The first one is something that came up on my stories the other day was relationships and the partner telling them that they don't want them to go to the gym. You've got to get out of there. Because like, how does you know that affect? That right. okay, let, me, let me, give you, right, right, let me, let me tap else. into the psychological factor of this situation. So you've got a man and a woman. Yeah. You know, female. But, but male. switch it around. So, so do the woman as the male. On so so. So the who, woman wants to go to the gym. And the the woman wants to go to the gym. The man doesn't want to go to the gym. Let me let me tell you the psycho psychological aspect there. The person saying don't go to the gym is afraid of that person getting to a certain level of their life, improving to a certain level that they feel like they will not want them anymore. Yeah. Literally, that's right? that's what it that's the process. Yeah. yeah. But then you flip it on its head, right? Improve. So that if the person next to you improves, you're on the same fucking level. Yeah. Don't sit together. there. <laughs> don't sit there, and and you can't sit here. And as sure a human that. being, as, a, as someone who has ambition, who wants to achieve something in life, you can't sit there with your fucking hands just crossed and twiddling your thumbs, going, "I'm not going to do anything about my life, but I'm going to let the people around me progress." You are fucking retarded if yeah. you're going to look at that like that. If someone's going to try and actively improve, whether that be in the gym, whether that be in business, do it with them. You know, if someone's it's going out and trying to improve, match their energy. It comes at that match same their point on like, I've had it again with another client that was like, I really want to take this job, but I've been told that if I take this job, then it's going to cause issues at home. And I'm like, what? Fuck it. I was like, mate, look after number people one. People get relationships twisted. It's, you should both add to each other. You should both have a life and you should add to each other and make that better. Yeah. You should never, you don't, you don't have to write over someone nope. to go, you can't do that because you're with me now. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not right, but it's the same. It comes from insecurity, mate. It comes, it comes from the fact that going back to the whole keeping promises to yourself, that person is saying to that person, the man is saying to the woman, don't go to the gym because he knows deep down he can't keep the same promises to himself that she can. Literally, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's what happened with yeah. me and my ex-relationship, right? I started banging gym. We fell out. We broke up. And then she starts going to the gym. And I'm like, if you were to match the energy <laughs> that I was having at the time, then we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and people think that being in a relationship is really what's holding them back. Take self accountability. That's what. Yeah, that's what it is, bro. It's, it's not your girlfriend. It's you. It's you, bro. <laughs> like, you're the one being lazy. Don't project your insecurities onto your partner because then that's going to make them feel insecure. And then you're both fucked. Yeah. You're Literally, both fucked. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, a vicious cycle fucked. that you go through on every bro, relationship that you go fucked, through. Yeah. And then no one has the opportunity to build any confidence. No one has the opportunity to build any improvements because you're both fucking bringing. Each and then other you down. blame each other. And then you, you both blame each other. It's this vicious fucking awful cycle that gets no one anywhere. It's like, fuck me sideways. Like, flipping out. Like, what's wrong with people? <laughs> like, honestly, just let someone improve. And if you want to, them, if you want them to not improve to a certain point, then make sure that you fucking improve with them. Like, all it comes down to is... And if is you want to live that better. life where you feel sorry for yourself... Then, then find someone else. Find someone that lives their life feel sorry find, for find themselves. Don't hold like people that. back from it. Like, you can't have a hustler and a leech. No. You have to have two hustlers. You know, it ain't gonna work. You know, if you don't, if you have a hustler and a leech, it will last for a while. Yeah, but and soon enough, the and leech will have no blood the to ones suck on. That make out the really happy on social media. Oh, uh, don't even get me started on the relationships <laughs> and happiness, bro. 
I am the most silent person on my relationship. And you've been in the room with me and the missus. We just have that level of understanding. And we just get on about our day. We understand that social media is what it is. Right? It's, not, it's a game. It's a as game. long as I'm going to bed with her, right? And as long as we are having the intimacy we're having, we're having the conversations that we're having, blah, blah, blah. Nothing else. Could you happen. imagine, right, if you went to the gym and then you was like, why is she not texting me? Before you have oh, I can't, I, when I, you live I, with I'd her. I'd hate that. Yeah, I'd hate that. But that goes through I people's heads, people bro. I don't know how people do that. that so, th- that, my coaching is more mindset. You can become independent, man. This is the problem, right? People, when they get into relationships, they forget about their own hopes. Forget, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, like yeah. bro, like, so many people work so fucking hard on themselves to get into a relationship and then when they get into a relationship they go yeah I can chill out now yeah. no you Stop fucking going can't to the gym. bro like, you <laughs> build together bro you build together you have ambitions you have a certain level that you want to get into life and coincidentally at the opportunistic time frame a female that comes along that you want to fucking rip her clothes off you want to shag her every day and then you fucking go up together you build together you don't just go right I've got my girl Sal, now dad. oh Sal mate I'm just going to get fat as fuck boy like bro like the effort and the, the 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 level of dedication that you you put in to get yourself to that position, continue it. Because yeah. guess what? Let me tell you this now. Like this industry is lonely as fuck, mate. Lonely especially if as you are fuck. an online coach, where especially you work if you're an online coach at home. Especially if you're consistently working at home, you have very little time to socialize. You have very little opportunity to get out and have a human interaction. The place where you go, no one wants to speak because the train. Can't socialize with the gym. <laughs> Like you got to understand that I'm not saying I'm not saying get off this podcast and try and fucking go no, on no, no. and find your missus, but like you want to make sure that you're building, 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 and then if it comes to the right opportunity and you get the right girl that comes along, you have a talking stage, you get on with each other, you explore the waters. But do you know what the problem is with bodybuilders? They do too much too quickly. Yeah, I see people that didn't know each other six weeks ago, and they're going. Oh, the love of my life. Oh my God, happy Valentine's. But like buying like 300 pound things. Making like, everyone mate. know about it. It's like, bruv, like literally, literally, you focus on you, too, you, just need to, you just need to build your relationship and not worry about what social media thinks. Because when push comes to shove, right, the reality is people will not care if you drop off the face of the earth. No. They won't. Because they, they won't even realise, bro. <laughs> you're just a number. You're just an <laughs> interaction. You're just a piece of engagement, bro. Yeah. So like, get on with you now in form of sandals. Like if you stop, like, right this is the thing about prep, bro. If you stop prepping, right, you forget forgotten about so quickly. Treat that as the same situation. If you fall bro, off the face of the earth and send to Instagram. Be it body power. I don't, you won't, you won't, you'll remember shit. You won't remember it. But the engagement that I was getting when I was cocaine. competing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the engagement I was getting when I was competing to four months later, it, literally disappears yeah. it vanishes no one cares and that's when that's when <laughs> that's when if you put too much reliance on that gratification on that, so imagine if i that that was my that's what i did bodybuilding for and then four months later i've just finished competing and all that attention is now gone yeah well i wouldn't have carried on would i like, no. and that's the thing you've got to focus on the enjoyment of the process you've got you literally you like, have it's to the process it. it's the journey and not the the destination the man that walks a thousand miles will always enjoy the journey far more than the person just focused on the It's like a question the other day was you're not bothered about placing. I was like, no, I'm not. Why? Look at what pla- I looked like last time. Because placing's and a then look at of the, imagination. Yeah, it's, it's something that's been plucked, decided bro, by four, bro, four you couldn't get something more plucked out of the fucking air if you tried. Because someone will roll out of bed. <laughs> that fucking fat judge who hasn't fucking lifted a weight in his life, right? <laughs> Come along and go, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's how fucking retarded it is. Like... 
if you explain someone to a regular person, you'd be like, Why Oh, yeah, this? yeah, weird. You're like, bro. you're fucking stupid. Weird, it's like, I am, but I love it. And like, <laughs> like, you go back to like, live fucking rock climbing. Yeah. And placing. And yeah, where's your step on stage? Posing. Posing. I've dropped to that level now, so. Yeah, yeah, they all come over. You've got to find happiness within the madness, man. You've literally got to find your own happiness in this in this dark, murky, complicated industry. So that's the main thing that I would say. You want to make sure. I'd say that don't force it. Like, no, never force it. Your time will come. I said this more to you. Like off, off meeting people as well. Yeah, don't your force time will come. Because like, like, I didn't go out of my way to meet them. Like, no. It was just there. And then I never like forced any conversations. It just happened. Whereas I met people that day that I don't even speak to or follow anymore. Mm. Like, it's that kind of, don't it might feel lonely at times but just resonate with the people that you've that you're similar to I, I think you'll always attract and gravitate to the right people it just needs to come from a place of stability and patience because if you try and within force yourself it, within yourself if you try and force anything in life you're gonna fail yeah like if you try and force your business you're gonna fail if you try and force your body room you're gonna fail if you try and force relationships you're gonna fail if you try and put too much pressure on certain situations you're going to react and interact in those situations like negatively yeah, yeah, yeah if you're going into a certain situation with already a predetermined mindset you're not giving that situation a chance you're not giving that person a chance yeah, yeah. so it needs to be just a, a a marriage of convenience if you meet someone and you happen to get on with each other bro i've met so many people genuinely i've met so many people that i thought i would get on with yeah, and it's just not. And then it just hasn't materialized, yeah, yeah. and that's not a problem. No, it's you fine. go your way, I go my way. Everyone has their own life. You, you, you can't hold. If you live your way like that, like mate, I'll be honest with you. Like it's it happened when I moved to Sheffield. Like, I had a lot of people that I was going to meet, I was going to interact with, I was going to get sessions in, and then I spent a bit of time with them. I was like, you know what? All not of you are. Me, yeah. All of you are just not for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's okay. That's fine. I think it's that's the okay. people that are like they get arsy about the fact. You don't want to be my mate. This is what I'm saying. Like, if, if someone, Come on, man. this is what I'm saying with, with certain people, and I think it happens a lot in bodybuilding, is that if you're not someone's best friend, you're then automatically their enemy. Yeah. Like, why can't we have this middle ground? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, why does it have to be best friends licking each other's arsehole 50 times a day to, do you know, I hate you, you're a fucking cunt. Do you know Hannah Mitchell? Huh? Do you know Hannah Mitchell? Who's that? No, you will know her because she's from. Who's her Instagram? What's her Instagram tag? Healthy Hannah? No, it's her actual, the, the other one. Yeah, health, health with Hannah. Oh, you do know it. Yeah. yeah, okay. So let me go a little sidetrack. So health with Hannah, which you're presuming the brunette. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that poses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The one that was coached by Cuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so she, is, yeah. she, 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 <laughs> I've actually been on a double date with her for a few times. Uh, with my ex. So me and Hannah go way back. Oh, right, we right. We don't right. talk on a I thought you now. would know her because she's from the same yeah, so, area. Yeah, so, yeah. so Sean Murphy used to be my client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah. used to be with her. Oh, right. right? And they uh, they were together for quite a long time. We obviously, I was coaching Sean for a long time at the beginning of my career, uh, coaching. And um, and yeah, um, she's, a, she's a very unique character. She's very bubbly. She's I can imagine that she's Marmite to a lot of people. Yeah. She's very energetic. She's very out there. She's very like up and at it and energetic and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, like I can imagine, like meeting her for the first time. She was, she was probably one of the people that you go, yeah. Do you know what? You actually bring the, bring the the situation it's, you bring on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, literally, it's the same. Like, the same, that's, same that's, that's, why, that's very. The reason why I remember her is because she's one of those very rare, like, particular scenarios where I've met someone and gone, do you know what? Yeah, you're actually sound. 
you're actually the person that you are on Instagram. Well, she right said there. it the other day on her story about it's true though. Um, someone asked what you like about bodybuilding and what you don't like about it. One of the things was how fake people are. It's ridiculous. Like one person could say one thing it, about so a person but then you can't tell their ass to the face. The hard, the hard thing is you can't even tell these days. It's no. so bad. <laughs> like you don't know who's lying and who's telling the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes to a point where like, mate, last year, let me tell you this now. Last year, I had someone like, I'm not going to name names, right? But he came round. We knew he, we knew each other for a lot. Me, met in person quite a couple, I think I know quite a few times. He came over to my house, my apartment last year. Like, I said to him, I was like, right, I'm in prep. I'd appreciate if you didn't do X, Y, Z, right? And like, the whole fucking thing was just him doing certain things that I didn't agree with. And like, he lied to me about certain things. Now, this is when we were like living in my apartment for like three days. He came over for like three days. And I just, I went away from that situation and I unfollowed him and I was like, do you know what? You're not the person that I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it was to the point where I was like, do you know what? I'm not even going to make a thing about this. We, I didn't make a thing about Is it. Is it the person you were working with? No, 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 no. So no, we, no. We, oh, right. we weren't, I mean, I'll tell you off camera, but like, I don't want to name names. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, situation. Yeah, I'm yeah. just using this example. Like, yeah. I knew him a long time through Instagram. We'd had so many conversations, so many positive interactions, but then he came to me in real life. And it was, yeah, and yeah. It was okay, just yeah, so yeah. weird. Yeah, like, yeah. it just wasn't the person that you, that he, he was for such a long time over Instagram. And it was one of those things where I just was like, do you know what? I spent three days with you. I don't really want to spend any more time with you, so I'm going to unfollow you and I'm not going to speak to you again. <laughs> and like, we haven't spoke since then. Like, the last yeah, time yeah, we yeah. spoke was, was when that, he said, that, yeah. see you later, mate, I'm back off down down south. And that was the last interaction we had. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's fine. Yeah, it is. Like, I didn't go to him like, oh my God, I can't believe you did this, da 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 I was just like, cool. That's it. Calm. It didn't work out, fine. It is what it is. But you know? some people would have messed He's me. a bit younger <laughs> than me, so if you were to ask him about me, he probably would be a little bit less diplomatic yeah because younger people are you find that the right? arrogance of youth but because <laughs> i was like that, i was like that when i was younger like as i've mellowed you know as i've aged i've mellowed so <laughs> that's what i don't that's why i don't get about people who are 35 and fucking angry to the gills this is what like, i don't get about bro your age chill, chills you out man bodybuilders <laughs> like, you right. get chilled out bro like, the only people that don't like new people entering this industry are the old school yeah, bodybuilders and it's only the people that were moan about why is bodybuilding not as big as it should be well, because you don't let anyone in. Like, you don't want newbies in. To, you don't want new people starting. Like, it's prob- it's, fr- it's frowned upon by the old school bodybuilders. Yeah. And that's the problem, mate. You've got so many people trying to do it their way. But the problem is they're trying to also force people to do it their way. Their way, yeah. Whereas if you it's just like, like... Calm down. <laughs> all that's why the I appreciate thing. your YouTube series from you prepping. It's not as serious as the whole makes thing. Out the be. whole circle. It's not is as this. deep. The whole, the whole. Let me, let me just encapsulate the industry in, in a one sentence takeaway. Right? We are all trying to do the same thing. We are, and I mean this wholeheartedly. We are literally all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to be better individuals within coaching. We're all trying to become better coaches. We're all trying to make more money. We're all trying to improve. We're all just trying to be better than we were yesterday, or better than we were the week before, or better than we were the month before. Right? How we do it and how we achieve it shouldn't actually be factored into the equation. No. All we're trying to do is pick a certain philosophy, pick a certain methodology, utilize that to improve ourselves for a certain outcome. Why does there have to be such like negativity towards you're doing it this way, you're training that way, you're dieting this way, you're cardioing this way, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's wrong, that's right. Just chill out. Yeah. If, you, if you're looking back at your situation, you've made progress, that's all you can ever do. 
don't think about oh can I have made pro- more progress with someone else's approach it doesn't fucking matter mm. because you've made progress with that particular coach and this is what I don't really understand about coach hopping you know the onus is on you to get the shit done literally yeah, no yeah. coach has a magic wand no coach has a magic bullet so when you're coach hopping what are you searching for because yeah. the answers that you're searching for aren't coming because at the end of the day you just have to continue with the process your rate of progression will most likely be the same rate of progression with method one versus method 50 yeah you know and especially but yes it can be tweaked slightly but, but again it's about finding a method that works for you mm. that's the method that's going to bring the most progress regardless of whether it's method one two five ten twenty five eighty five eighty nine right it's the method that works for you that's the method that you should particularly practice consistently literally yeah once you find it that's why I've been with Joe for three years because I found it with Joe after being coached by about four or five different people mm. speaking to loads of different people I was with Amelia for three years but then Amelia went you know do you mm. follow her still? no no so she she went from bodybuilding to like mums and stuff so it's ah. like it was totally against her interesting clientele to be coaching but me you know what that's sense. absolutely that's and absolutely I, fine, fine. that's actually fine because she's evaluated she's re-evaluated her yeah, circumstances yeah, yeah. gone do you know what this I is really who I to, I don't really fancy being a coach in that sector anymore yeah, let yeah. me go towards mums yeah yeah and that's so fine. like we both came to the decision like you need to find someone else that you're going to progress with more and bro the amount of coaches that I went to before Christian really there was a year where I coached myself because wow. I'll be honest with you I always thought you coached yourself before Christian I did yeah. but I had Amelia three years before that yeah. so I started with Amelia then went to myself and then went to Christian after that um, but only because the amount of people that I went to and I explained about my tumour having the operation don't want to get started yet this is when I want to start yada yada ten of them go on a diet now without seeing what I look like without questioning anything else about my illnesses and stuff they just go on a diet they just put you on a diet some of them are very big names right? yeah I one think of this them, is a really important subject to touch on. One of them is a very big coaching company. At the start, it was coming, and I'm actually saying, I'll still pay, but I don't want to start on this day. I want to start on a different day. And I got ghosted, unfollowed, blocked. Wow. Even though I still offered the money. Yeah. I just didn't want to start on that day when all of their clients were starting. Do you know when it comes down to a money thing? And then it's just like, What's that all about? Bro, I have no idea. It's just growing social media. I'll talk about it after charity. But, it's like... but no, like I'll be honest with you. In terms of the whole that situation, like a lot of a lot of what you need to expect as a person in this industry is that we are incredibly self-serving individuals. Yeah. The reason why we put so much time into bodybuilding is because we are selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't for one second think that you're going to join a new coach and they're not going to do what's best for them. A million times. Like yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand. And to be honest with you, like for me. I don't take that approach. However, I am incredibly aware that 95% of this industry are full of coaches that want to do what's best for them, for their business, especially the more established for ones. their results, yeah. right? Which is fine. Do you know what? That's fine. If you want to get a client on board and you want to take them straight into a dieting phase and you want to get a 12-week transformation out of this because it's going to pro- promote your business, fine. That's your that's your gift. You have that ability. But you'd be surprised at how naive people are to the fact that these coaches are very good at packaging up that dieting is what's best for you right now but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. it's not yeah. right but they're doing that to convince you that it's the best option for you when it's the best option for them yeah and that's yeah. the problem and yeah. I, you got to understand how often that happens and and i said this to to estee like you've got to stop thinking that a coach has to take responsibility 
but absolutely everything in your life. And that even comes down to your path and progression. You know, they're, they're making an incredibly informed decision, but at the same time, there's going to be a sneaky bit of self-servicing there. Yeah, that you've they're got still the, yeah. They're still doing something that's going to benefit Regardless them, the either it's, services, whether it's short-term, yeah. whether it's short-term, medium-term, or long-term. They are putting you on a progression plan that is going to ultimately serve them as a coach and serve their business, eventually, yeah. right? Yeah. So don't be naive to the fact that they're always trying to do what's best for you. They're always trying to care for you 100% because a lot of people out there don't. And like, at the end of the day, you can't be mad at them because you're paying them. Like The fact is that people are like that and unfortunately it's your job and your due diligence to stay away from them people. You've got like, to do your research. You've got you have to do, to do your research, research because I know for a fact there are people that have had coaches that step away from being there, being coached by them and go, that was a terrible experience. And they'll never get a coach again. Yeah, they'll and never get a coach again. And, and then, they're, and then they're, they're mentally scarred. They've got PTSD and then now they're put off coaching yeah, because yeah. one self-serving coach has set the standard for them and that's the battle that we're serving yeah. that's the battle that we're, we're fighting and like if you are listening to this right now and you're not currently happy with your current coach get in touch but on seriously <laughs> like speak to people around you get an informed decision go to people that you trust and go right is this something that i should be experiencing are these doubts relevant are these doubts actually useful you know yeah. it's, it's one thing having doubts but it's another thing having doubts that are unreasonable you know, you're like if you're having unreasonable thoughts and you speak to someone and go, right, why are you thinking about that? Yeah, why are you even, why, why, If you go to someone and your doubts are relatable and they are really firm on, on the subject and, and your experiences like that one you of should the, be One of the main things is if your check-in is four days from when you sent it yeah. to getting your response, yeah. that's not normal, right? <sighs> that's where you change. Yeah. Yeah, there are certain red flags. Like I would say check-in times. If you could turn around and you go, I messaged him and he took ten minutes to yeah. reply to my message. That's a bit extreme. You shouldn't be feeling like that. Like, yeah, they're allowed like, ten minutes to it's reply. Like, oh to my god, me. only ten yeah. minutes. Like, calm the fuck down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like check-in times and like responses that take like two, three days. Those are particular things that, at the end of the day, you're paying for something, and there should be. Like I'm, I'm not too caught up on industry standards, and no. I don't think it's a bit. I think it's all a bit make believe. But there should be a baseline of response time for every coach. And yeah. I believe, I believe personally, it's in my opinion, not anybody else's, that if you are doing a check in after forty eight hours, you shouldn't be a coach. No, like forty eight hours is the absolute and absolute maximum. Absolute maximum. Case, if yeah. someone's checked in on time, they filled out their form on time. Etc. Et they followed your guidelines and your recommendations as a client and what you expect from them, and you're taking longer than 48 hours to get back to them. You are not fit to be a coach. No. You are not fit for purpose because when it's your sole job, well, that's when it's your you job and that's all you do, and you're still taking the piss and you're still taking that much time, you shouldn't have that client on board because if you're not giving that service to every single person then why are you doing it in the first place? Like you should be given a service that is consistent throughout. So if you're taking four days for one person, but 24 hours for another person because they've got a certain amount yeah. of followers because they've got a yeah, certain yeah, level of fatigue, yeah. get in the fucking bit. Yeah, like yeah, what are you doing? We're all human beings. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about yeah. body. <laughs> we're all human beings, bro. We all deserve to be treated the exact same way. Literally. Especially if you're paying money out of your back pocket, out of your hard-earned cash to give to someone in for a, them in, to go, all oh, right, you're going to get a four-day reply. You're going to get a reception. Like, approach in a bro, reception. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't give a fuck who this offends. But like, if you're consistently offering a bad service, then fair enough. But if you're doing six hour replies for somebody else and then four four day replies for somebody else, what are you doing? Like, either 
don't coach that way or just get rid of that get fucking rid of client. Them. Yeah, yeah, just get, get rid of that client and say, listen, you're, 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 not, you're not right them. for me. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give you someone who can spend more time with you. Like, that's okay. But don't keep them on board because they're paying you. Like, for me, as a coach, I have a very strict three-strike poli- three policy. If somebody's late or somebody doesn't check in for three strikes, I just cancel their diet. Yeah, yeah, you Because I can't be asked. Yeah, you can't. Like, I'm here to help you, and I have worked a long a long time to put certain standards in place for my coaching. And if you don't want to appreciate Look, I'll be the first to hold my hands up. I have slipped at certain points, right? And I know that I've been that person at certain points to get to the point where I know 40 hours is unacceptable, right? I'm not going to pretend that I'm not those people, but I did it when I wasn't charging £250 a month. Yeah, literally. I did it when I was charging £80 a month. I'm not charging obscene amounts of money for my mistakes. I made those mistakes when I was in my infancy when when I wasn't charging as much. Now I'm charging triple figures a month. I'm not making those mistakes because I shouldn't be making those mistakes. No, you can't. And that's the problem. Like I think these people who are charging an arm and a leg and are still having the, the lack of care for certain clients like get just get rid of them <laughs> or just don't bother fucking doing that just don't have that behavior pattern like you can't treat someone one way because they have a certain level of physique and you can't treat someone one another way because they have certain goals no because like, would you like that if they, someone did that to you you fucking treat, wouldn't would you treat people how you would like to be Literally, treated look at every if situation bro, would you bro, appreciate bro, that? If, you, if you had a coach right and you were getting four day replies you wouldn't appreciate that so how do you think your client feels or your client yeah. feels if you're getting a four-day response? They're not going to feel too great about that. Yeah. How? <laughs> they're not going to feel great. They're going to feel unappreciated. They're going to feel unwanted, right? And they're going to feel just discarded and put to the side, right? So why would you Why would you possibly want to make a human being feel like that? Idiot. Why would you why, possibly why? want to make someone feel that way about you? Oh, I didn't mean to. No. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. It won't happen next week. It shouldn't happen once. <laughs> Bro. Blah. Especially on ha- a prep. You shouldn't like happen once, but what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Do you know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, that is that is a little subject and tangent. The whole thing. We had to just cover that because, look, I've made mistakes, but I yeah. also have made mistakes charging a certain amount, even being, being a coach that does you it said for free. Before, if, if you make mistakes, don't it? Yeah, I will be the first one to say, bro, like there are certain times where I haven't been the perfect coach because I've had to prioritize my personal progression. But this is the thing that you've got. You've got to really say to your clients and say, right, this is a moment in time where I'm not going to be 100% of my capacity, but just communicate. Communication is key. Humans appreciate communication. And what are your clients? They're humans. You're not fucking coaching dogs. The second you lie, no matter how, how much people will say it doesn't. Here's a quote for you. One hundred truths build trust, one lie can break it. Literally straight away. And that's the problem with coaching. You can have one hundred great check ins, one bad check in, you've got a a consistent bad review from that person. Yeah. consistent. And that's something that you have to have in the back of your mind as your coach. You have to be consistently providing a level of service that consistently gives good feedback from that individual. Yeah. Right? And you can have 150 check ins, right? And they can all be perfect. But that one bad check-in is that one thing that they will focus on and they will give back a review on. Yeah. And they go, yeah, they were great, but da-da-da. Always, that but. Always, always. always. And you yes. don't want to give that but. You don't want to give that opportunity. No, and no, like, no. I know that sometimes I've given that person that but. And like that is where you go, analyze, digest, yeah, implement, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a lovely segue to end the, yeah, uh, think, yeah. the podcast <laughs> lovely little rant you know that's probably the most emotional uh, or most 
driven I've been because it's passion for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I get I, it. I, 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 get I I've it. been there. Yeah, yeah, you know, it comes from a place of. Soul. Like I said, I said it. I said it before. Some of my most successful clients have been passed to me from other coaches or PTs who haven't had the time to put into that. Mate, another like, man, they're the most man's... awkward client, but they're not. Like, one, just... one man's one man's trash is another man's treasure, my friend. Yeah, and it's the same. So one you've client, had a shit experience with the coach. One client can be really be shit with a certain approach, and one client could be absolutely amazing and yeah, yeah. transform someone's business with another approach. Yeah. So you always have to keep that in mind, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect, but just apply certain principles. That's what it is. Do isn't your it? best. Principles. Yeah. Have yeah. your core have, principles. Have principles. Have boundaries. Do your best. Have principles. Have boundaries. Have guidelines, and just do your best. You know, that's all you can ever do as a coach, as a business owner as a person, as a boyfriend, as a girlfriend, as a human being. That's all you can do. Um, so, yeah, that's been episode five of the Physique Podcast with my boy, Anthony. Um, Luke. I just had your Instagram bio yeah. in, in your thing. So, that's a, yeah, so that's um, this is going to be available on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. So, search up on the Spotify, the Physique Podcast, episode five. And obviously, if you want to follow us on Instagram, Instagram. and YouTube, we'll put the, the various links. But that is the end of today's episode. Yeah, thanks, bro.